0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mouth Sword Ministries. I'm your host, Timothy Aaron. Today's episode is going to be titled The Holy Place and the Great Horror. The Holy Place and the Great Horror. Dearly Father, we thank you for another day you've given us. Another day of peace that passes all understanding. Another day of favor. The favor that only you can give. Uh, we just thank you for what? you have done for what you are doing and for what you're going to do these things we thank you and praise you in the mighty wonderful precious name of jesus amen okay um this is going to be i guess kind of a of a more of, more of a deep topic i am going to talk about uh end time stuff the the holy place and the great horror Uh, I get this from, um, Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. Um, a lot of times people teach that there's going to be a third Jewish temple built based on this passage of scripture. I'm gonna go ahead and read this passage of scripture, Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. And this, this is Jesus talking And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the income. Verse 15 When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place whoso readeth let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Okay. I want to focus on that word the holy place. People tend to think that Jesus is speaking. uh, Prophesying about a third Jewish temple. Well, I want to challenge that train of thought. Anytime you talk about something holy after the cross, after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, anytime you want to talk about something holy, it must pertain to Jesus. Must pertain to Jesus. Uh, Jerusalem Moses the law that was holy Jerusalem was the holy place up until Jesus up until Jesus died on the cross Um, it's about Jesus now Um, when uh, Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist uh, the heavens opened up and a voice from heaven said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased hear him uh, same thing with the Transfiguration in Matthew chapter seventeen, I believe. Uh, this God spoke from heaven and said, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear Him." It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus, it's not about Moses. It's not about uh, Judaism. It's not about Jerusalem, Zion, the Law. It's about Jesus. Now, that's what is holy. Let me let me read something. What uh, what one of the uh, devils said. Uh, when he saw Jesus coming, Luke chapter four, verse 34, Uh, the devil said to Jesus saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Thou Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy one of God. Okay. The Holy one. And then in the King James version, the word Holy one is capitalized. So, but Jesus is the man, y'all. And so it's not about uh, Jewish, Judaism, Jerusalem, uh, a, a Jewish temple. Uh, it, it's not about that. It's about Jesus and his church, his church. So instead of looking for a third Jewish temple, I'm looking for a church. OK, so. When Jesus is prophesying here in Matthew chapter 24, verses 14 through 15, I believe the holy place is going to be the Vatican, the Vatican. You know, the Vatican is very interesting. You know, I believe it is in Bible prophecy. I believe when Revelation speaks about Babylon, it's talking about the Vatican. You know, let me let me say a few things about Babylon. Babylon was a very prestigious city in its day. You know, it was it was very green. They say, and it was it, it, the architecture was very fancy, and it was a very lovely place to be. It was a it was a city on a hill, okay, and it had a big wall around it, and a big huge wall around it. Same thing with the Vatican. The Vatican is very fancy, very prestigious. And it's a city uh, not on not just on a hill, but on seven hills. Okay, and that's why a lot of times a lot of people think that the prophecies of Revelation is speaking about the Vatican when it's talking about Babylon. Take, for instance, uh, Revelations, chapter 17, verse nine in Revelations, chapter 17, verse nine. And it says, and here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. And um, so this woman, the great whore, the great whore um, is talking about the church, the church. Uh, that's why that's why I'm looking at the Vatican for. The holy place, because the church is supposed to be the place of Jesus Christ, you know. But what's going to happen in the last days is this uh church is going to give itself to the Antichrist. You know, the false prophet is going to give himself to the Antichrist. And he's going to lead a lot of people away from Jesus, unfortunately. So I want to. I just wanted to put that out there not to be looking for a third Jewish temple but you know follow the transition Jesus is the great transition from from the law you know and when he came on the scene it's not about the law of Moses anymore it's about Jesus and his word and his church his body okay Um, so you know if you ever watched Um, Catholic service like on the Easter morning. You know, it's a lot of people out in what is called St. Peter's Square in in, in the Vatican in Rome. And the Pope sometimes might stand up on this balcony, which is St. Peter's Basilica, St. Peter's Church. And he gives the the, the Easter morning sermon But that it, you know To me that's just the setting For this abomination Of desolation spoken up by Daniel The prophet I believe this That's the setting that's where all of this is going to take place So I just wanted to put That out there um, You know uh, one of the reasons why You know you need to focus on It being about Jesus And not about Judaism anymore Let me let me give you a few more scriptures. Um, How about. John, chapter 14, verse six, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the father, but by me, you know, there's only one road to God, and that's Jesus Christ. There's only one door to God, and that's through Jesus Christ um there, there there there's um other scriptures that let you know just how important and significant it is to understand who Jesus is and what Jesus means to the world once he died on the cross um like i said the the demons say you are the holy one of God, so holiness righteousness uh the path to God door to God all now begins with Jesus so you, you you'll, you'll miss it you'll miss it if you're looking at Jerusalem you'll miss it if you're looking for a third Jewish temple you'll miss it you know that's not that's not where the focus is going to be you know if Satan wants to keep people from God he's going to attack the church the church and so that's what I wanted to put out there. That's what I want to be food for thought is to think about the real, the real place to look. And that's the church. And, uh, and, and what's the, the greatest church on the earth today, the great, the greatest Christian church on the earth today. Yeah. It's, it's uh, the Catholic church, the Vatican, the Pope, all of that. You know that's that's the christian headquarters so that's my bet if i was a betting man that's where i would put my money um so um a couple of other other factors i wanted to to bring out uh babylon is also called the great whore uh in uh, revelations chapter 17 um Now a whore in the Bible was not just a woman that sold herself for money, but usually she was a a married woman, a married woman who sold herself for money. And so the great whore, when the Bible speaks about a great whore is talking about a married woman. And, and in this case, this married woman is once again, the church, the church. And, um, In Revelations chapter 17, um, it speaks about the great whore, the mother of harlots, you know? So, you know, I believe it's not just talking about the Catholic church, but it's just talking about the Christian church period. You know, there was Catholics and there's Protestants, you know, and anytime a church sells itself for money. Uh, whether, whether it's political correctness, whether it's a itching ears ministry so that they can get a big offering, you know, uh, saying what's popular to say so that you can get memberships. All of this is the opening door to harlotry. You know, anytime you want to compromise God's word so that you can get a big offering or so that you can get membership. Now you are getting the ideal of what we're talking about here. And so in these last days, I believe that's what that's what we're going to see. A lot of uh, churches selling out to the world to get a big payday. And we're seeing that already, really. But it's going to even get greater and greater and greater. So I just wanted to put that out there. Now, I believe um, Matthew chapter 24 verses 14. Th- 14 through 16 coincides with uh, revelations chapter 14 uh, verses six through eight so when when jesus talks about um the abomination of desolation spoken of by daniel the prophet standing in the holy place uh, i believe revelations chapter 14 Verses six through eight elaborates on that a little bit. I'm gonna go ahead and read that. Revelation chapter fourteen, verse six. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. And then skip down to verse eight. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city Because she made all the nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. So. When we're talking about these things here, we are talking about the very, very tail end. Of the great tribulation. I mean, this is like one of the very last events just before the second coming of Jesus Christ and his rapture. So I know this was a little. I guess, more deeper or advanced than what we used to talk about. But I just wanted to put that out there. That was on my mind today. If you have any questions or comments and you would like to um, email me and write me, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at Mouseword Ministries at com or T Aaron at Thief in the Night Ministries dot com. Either email would be fine. And I would love to hear from you. I would like to hear your comments. Okay. Um, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sword Ministry. I'm your host, Tom Aaron, and I'm going to go ahead and end in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day you've given us. Another day um, where we have our needs provided. A roof over our head, clothes on our back, food on the table. We just thank you for that. We don't take that for granted. There's a lot of homeless people out there who who don't know where their next meal is coming from, who don't have a roof over their head. And we just want to pray for them and ask that you help them get on their feet so that no one has to live that way. Lord, no one. We just ask that you raise up people to help get this huge, huge problem fixed. This problem of homelessness, Lord. And uh, we just thank you and praise you for what you're going to do. In the mighty, wonderful, precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.